2: defender of the Second Amendment than yours truly. Everyone has the right to protest, protect themselves, and try to get the country open. This, with the militia look here and these long guns, uh, no. Show-up force is dangerous. That puts our police at risk. And by the way, your message will never be heard, whoever you people are. No one should be attempting to intimidate officials with a show of force. And God forbid something that happens. then they're going to go after all of us law-abiding Second amendment people. I thought that was pretty wow. interesting.
0: Sean Hannity came wow. down hard against the people showing up with guns at the uh, rally in Michigan and going into the state house and everything armed. I'm surprised by that. yeah, I, I and the reason I want to play that because it kind of leads me into this article from the American Conservative. Hey, it's right there in the title. This is a conservative publication. And a guy named Rod Dreyer, who's one of the well-known public intellectuals on the conservative side across America, Uh, and he's got this article called Mask Truthers, and he actually gets into, you know, whether you agree with this or not, you might not agree with him. He thinks that it's become an ideological thing, the masks, for instance, and a lot of the disease just in general, the way it's being covered. Mm -hmm. In that, um, in general... Conservatives don't like government controlling things, no doubt about that. And in general, liberals like government control of things because liberals tend to believe government can bring a, a part, bring around, you know, good ends. Um, yeah. And uh, and so shutting down businesses, making you wear a mask is the government making you do something. And so uh, people are going into their ideological camps over that, despite on both sides, sometimes. Uh, whether or not that argument makes sense for keeping the business closed or or, the, or they're wearing a mask or not.
2: Right. It's like cheering for your running back who's a rapist. You know, it's, it's, you're, you're cheering because he's on your team. And sometimes we all do that. We end up, you know, well, I think we made the point. And this
0: particular writer in The American Conservative, similar to Sean Hannity, saying, hey, I'm a Second Amendment guy, but don't show up to the Capitol with guns. Um, this guy is saying, Hey, I'm a conservative and I hate government controlling anything, but there's no reason why wearing a mask is a bad idea. Um, I would make the argument that do, do you have to make it mandatory? I don't know how successful it would be if it weren't mandatory. Um, you'd have to do that experiment, I guess. If you just said, if you had your mayor or governor or whoever's in charge or whatever area you're in saying, Hey, look, I really, really, really think it's a good idea to wear masks. Hit hit you know hit us with a couple of quotes from doctors. Right yeah, here's why it's a good idea. Um, and I really wish you to do it. I don't want to force you to do it, um, but I'd like you to do it. I don't know how successful it would be without making it mandatory. Because yeah. you know a lot of people, including me, react very poorly to mandatory rules. <laughs> always well, have, and, always will.
2: Well, and I would suggest, in defense of the uh, people who really really resent the mask thing, that if if you're asked to submit, well, you're not asked. You're told you must submit to a perfectly reasonable guideline. You can't punch strangers in the face just because y- y- you like cruelty, okay? Uh, I will submit to that law. I get it. It's fine. But there is something particularly humiliating and angering about being forced to submit to something that is unnecessary and silly. And in a lot of the country and, you know, depending where you are, how rural it is especially, but there really isn't a coronavirus crisis at this point. And so if government's compelling you to do something for no good reason, that pisses people off.
0: Uh, yeah, I definitely get that. So, this On guy, the other
2: hand, there are places where it is unquestionably a really good idea for everybody to put on masks.
0: So this guy arguing in the American conservative as a conservative, he compares mask truthers. That's people who believe the whole mask thing is just a construct to try to control us, getting us used to being controlled, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. He compares that to the arguments that you're not allowed to call someone with a penis a man or you've done something wrong. He, mm. he puts those in the same category of uh, um, uh, falling too in love with just wanting to be uh, to back up your side. People go along with that argument even though, I don't think that makes sense, but they're on my side. People going right. along with the mask argument, eh, I don't know if that makes sense to me, but they're on my side. So, I don't know, either you believe that or not. Uh, there's another layer to this article I wanted to get to because I think it's really interesting. But uh, any comment on the mass truther thing before I move on?
2: No, I. Uh, no. Like I said, I, I understand the resentment. Mm, I, I don't want to be uh, insulting here. There are some people who just don't pay enough attention because they're too busy or they have no interest in it. To understand some of the subtleties of the thing. So it's just a simple question. Are you with us or against us? Um, And and I I get that. I I don't think it's terribly helpful.
0: And he gets into how dangerous that is. So if we've we've gotten to a point where you just kind of make a determination of things uh, that are on your side or not on your side. It doesn't matter if I intellectually I don't agree with this. But it's on my side of the line. The clearly drawn line. Um, intellectually, I don't really buy it, I'm not really into it, I think it's going too far, but hey, I'm going to fight for it because of my side. His belief is that means a society is in a pre-totalitarian phase when people will only accept as truth what confirms what they prefer to believe, and it's on Mm. my side, and it's setting up society for going along with governments making all kinds of crazy proclamations, but you're going to go with them because my side is currently in power.
2: Yeah, interesting.
0: I don't know if that's overthinking it or not. Uh, I, I, I think, think it is,
2: absolutely it is. Let me kick the left for a minute. Uh, the some of the uh, more advanced uh, opinions about gender and sexuality and and poor Jordan Peterson, you know, might go to jail for saying I'm not going to call a, a, a woman he just because you know all that stuff. That's way Looney Tunes. And I know plenty of people who lean left who agree that that's way Looney Tunes, but they won't speak up. They won't call their own side uh, for its fouls. And that's absolutely how you go down the road to dictatorship.
0: Well, this guy is arguing in the um, uh, American Conservative that not wearing a mask because you think it's the government trying to control you is as Looney Tunes as that. That's his argument. You either believe it or not.
2: Or it's it's Looney Tunes in the same way. It's Um, difficult to weigh which is more.
0: But I'll skip to this part because I thought this was really good. And he writes, I'll finish with a letter from a Muslim reader with whom I have corresponded in the past. He wrote to me about my Weimar America in the Michigan Mob Post. I've been thinking about what you wrote about the Michigan armed protesters, in particular this line. That's where the protesters lose me. They lose me completely. No lawmaker and no professor and no student and no citizen of this democracy should be afraid for their lives because of violent political actors or from political actors that want people to think they're violent. That fits in with what Sean Hannity just said. If you show, right. if you show up with a gun, there's there's a suggestion of you do what I believe or I'm going to use this. Isn't that the suggestion? Yes. Yes. I, yeah. I. Think so. And Sean Hannity's making the argument, and this conservative in this uh, magazine's making the argument that, you know, ultimately that hurts Second Amendment rights. But let me take it a step farther. This, this Muslim writer says, who wrote this letter, it could be that the protesters are merely angry nuts looking for any excuse to sling a gun in a liberal's face. It could be that they are such extremist libertarian ideologues that they view any restrictions, such as masks, uh, 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 a restriction on their personal freedom and right to consu- consume. Uh, Is a provocation to war. It's a possibility, maybe even a probability. But can you also see the possibility that some of these gunslingers have not had a paycheck for a month? That they don't know when or if they will be able to go back to work in their jobs again? I will be making it through this pandemic economically unscathed. Praise God. It says all will be praised. So, too, will the governor of Michigan and the state representatives and the infant infanticide killing infants. A loving Klansman governor of Virginia who initially proclaimed it would take two years for them to fully reopen. As you can imagine from a guy who wants a caliphate, I'm not a fan of secular liberal democracy. But one of the things I've always really admired about America is its smoothness and simplicity of bureaucracy. You don't have to bribe anyone to get a driver's license or have your passport renewed. The system, annoying as it may be, just works. But here's the thing. The system doesn't work in America because the people are better than they are in the Sudan. The low-level pencil pushers in the Muslim world who take bribes and do other immoral things aren't bad people. I know this from experience. They believe in God and have families like the rest of us. They're simply willing to do whatever it takes to keep food on the table. America doesn't have this problem because it's America. But what do you think is going to happen when the dollar gets devalued to nothing? When unemployment hits 30 or 40 percent? I really like what you said a couple of days ago. America simply does not have the social capital to keep it together. Should lawmakers have to fear for their lives because of some disaffected citizen? It's an irrelevant question. You may as well be asking whether or not heavy objects should fall when you drop them. If you're going to compare it to the Weimar Republic, that's pre-Hitler Germany. Mm -hmm. Compare it uh, not to disenchanted intellectuals and the brutes they spawn, but to those ordinary people who are willing to do anything, anything at all to stave off economic ruin, put food on the table. I thought that was really interesting stuff from a guy who comes from a different part of the world. How about consider for a second that these are people who haven't had a paycheck and they're getting desperate and and not treat them as well, like you know idiots or ideologues or whatever they're merely trying to figure out how they're going to navigate this system and people at the top need to recognize that crowd is growing and figure out how to deal with it
2: yeah yeah and and the article which i read with interest gets way way intellectual and political sciencey uh but it it makes some good points you know i think everybody needs to keep a cool head that might just be the blanket advice <laughs> and it's becoming less and less fashionable to keep a cool head.
0: Right. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's not been in style for quite some time. You know, shouting as if, uh, um, uh, everything is on the line about minor differences has been the thing for quite right. a while.
2: I think, and I'm not talking about like the aloof intellectualism of Jonah Goldberg, who I actually enjoy. Um, but there are times he's a little too prissy for me. Um, um, I'm just saying, let's let's have a little more of uh, we're all in this together. And people who disagree with me are mostly nice people. Maybe they're misguided or they have a different worldview because they have a very different life than me. Uh, but uh, cool head, please.
0: Well, right. I think his his argument was y- y- you don't want the people showing up with the guns. Uh, you also don't uh, you know threatening people. You also don't want the people at the top to just dismiss the people who would show up with guns as nut jobs they there there's a chunk of society right now that actually is afraid of being able to put food on the table and when people get in that situation they'll do anything
2: right well let's this all reminds me a lot of the whole how did trump get elected thing which stunned everyone in the salons of manhattan and within the beltway and for about uh, 36 hours they said we we've been humbled we're going to go out into the country and try to understand this and you know like i said it lasted for about a day and a half but you know, ask not uh, what's wrong with people who show up to protests with long guns. Ask what's going on in their lives that make them want to. Um, I don't know if any of that
1: made
0: any sense. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. We probably should dip back into Flushgate, which comes out of the Supreme Court oral arguments from yesterday.
2: Mm, who That wasn't an oral argument that was being made. <laughs> you know what for I'm that. saying?
1: The Armstrong
0: and Getty Show. I hope we don't give anybody whiplash going from like 400 level political theory conversation about ideology, etc., etc., to flushing sounds. (laughs) But this happened during the Supreme Court oral arguments, which, as we know, are being aired for the first time ever live.
2: Very exciting, too. Oh, riveting.
0: So you have a whole bunch of open microphones is the way I understand it now. All the justices, we're not exactly sure who else, some of the lawyers. Anyway, this is what it sounded like yesterday.
1: going to be saying, hey, call your congressman and uh, change these laws that apply to banks. And what the FCC has said is that when the subject matter of the call ranges to the topic, then the call is transformed. Oh. And it's, it's yeah. a call that would have been allowed and it's no longer allowed.
2: Yeah. oh, Somebody making an anal argument there, apparently. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, Remarkable geez.
1: discipline by the lawyer not That's... to be
2: uh,
3: thrown off by that. Just just bulldozed <laughs> right through. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, one foot in front of the other. It's possible.
2: Nah, you got to stop. Who was that? Kagan, was that you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who it's was that? It's possible he couldn't hear it because I don't know if you've done any of these Zoom meetings when you're talking. Right. I'm not right. sure you can hear any of the thing coming through. Yeah, good point, man. Uh, so maybe he didn't hear it, but somebody's mic was open. How do you? Well, one of the reasons I argue that it's a Supreme Court justice is because it's somebody it's somebody older who doesn't understand muting at all. Right. Is not in the habit of making sure to switch
2: off when they go to the bathroom
0: or or they make it clear that they're driving while they're having this conversation
2: or whatever. Right. Yeah. (laughs) When your door is about to go ding, ding,
0: ding while you get in your car.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've asked for plumbers to weigh in if they recognize the sound of that particular uh, brand or size of toilet so we can narrow down who this was. I think it's important America knows. That's
0: a 5.1 gallon per minute, uh, Kohler right there. That's what that Absolutely is.
2: Absolutely clear to me. Then do you, you track them down? You figure out who uses what toilet in their home. Sounds
0: like a low flow,
2: probably a liberal. I'll tell you Marrows what. Narrows it if, down to four justices. If I'm arguing a case before the Supreme Court, I don't call them on anything. I'll bet there are times when, like, one of them will unleash thunderous flatulence and people pretend they don't notice it. An aggressive you're gonna, scent. You're not going to mock a Supreme Court justice as you're making or breaking your career arguing a case in front of them.
0: So our friend Tim Sanford, Tim the Lawyer, he's argued before the Supreme Court, right? Didn't he? Didn't he? Yeah. I think so, yeah.
2: Yeah. I think even
3: multiple times.
2: Well, it's got yeah, we'll to be intimidating. check. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's one of those things like uh, playing in uh, the major leagues. If you are, you're good enough to. And so you'll be a little nervous no, at
0: I've, first. I've never assumed that about anything. I assume a, a mistake <laughs> has been made, and I do not belong here.
2: Yeah, I am faking it. The rest of these people are legitimate, but I am not. Oh,
0: yeah, all these people are good enough to be here. I am not, and everyone is going to uh, uh, understand that immediately and begin pointing and laughing.
2: <laughs> that's that's a good self-image. That's some good mojo in your head you got there.
0: God, I wish I wish. Why couldn't I put that in my head? The coach wouldn't have made you the captain of the golf team if he didn't think you should have been. Why couldn't I think that on the tee box instead of, I have no business playing with these people. <laughs> I have, to, you know, I got to. Right. The-
2: Right. Well, that's I'm not see, mentally that's, tough. That's the problem. Well, I've tried to communicate to my kids. Look, everybody's faking it more or less. Yeah, you do Don't figure that out. Don't be weirded out because you're faking it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, you do figure that out as you get older.
0: Everybody's faking it.
2: Right, and and you know as you progress, uh, you know through your your work life or whatever, you're faking it less, but mm-hmm. everybody's faking it to uh, to some extent.
0: That's a good one. I might talk to my kids about that today. That's a good one. Um, uh, coming up, what well, was something we needed to get back into? Oh, yeah, the unemployment numbers are out and what that could possibly mean. Uh, not necessarily, uh, exciting news there. Uh, if you know, if you think you can nail down who flushed that toilet, we would love that. Our text line is 415-295 KFTC. Can't
2: imagine how you would figure that out. We do have a plumber who has weighed in. No, that's not possible. Seriously.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: We have two pieces of breaking news we need to get to. Breaking news. Double. Breaking news. This is breaking news. When news breaks, the donkey brays. And the precedent weighs in. First, this piece of breaking news. So I, I was alerted to this video that uh, shows a praying
3: mantis just absolutely devastating a murder hornet. So, I mean... Th- this, this, this is the breaking news. Yeah, that's this, one of our
0: breaking yeah, news. This, so praying mantises can take out murder hornets. This changes everything.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm going long on praying mantises. Yeah, I'm going to start
0: uh, breeding them. Now the more important breaking news. Uh, a member of the U.S. Navy who serves as one of President Trump's personal valets has tested positive for corona, raising concerns about the president's exposure to the virus. Ah. You would assume personal valet is in, is he ever within six feet of the president? I don't actually know that, but. I don't either. He Does a, he ever speak moistly on the president? I would assume he's in the same room. Speaking regularly. moistly. I wouldn't think anybody in the Navy should speak moistly on the uh, the commander in chief. Speaking
2: moistly. Yeah, try to avoid that if you can.
0: But uh, that'd be something. I, I always thought that what would make this story even even more exciting is if the president got it.
2: Tell you what, I was with some buddies the other day, and we may or may not have been socially distancing since there are practically no cases where I live. Um, and uh, the sun was at precisely the right level in the uh, the late afternoon that uh, my one friend who was talking, you could see all of the droplets coming out of his mouth as he spoke. Speaking moistly. That's exactly what he was doing. And I don't think it was any more moistly than anybody else. And it was rather shocking the amount of, uh, you know, little tiny droplets of saliva that spray out of your mouth as you speak. Speaking. Yes, mostly. yes, Mr. Prime Minister. So did you, idea. Idea.
0: did you say to him, say it, don't spray it? Did you try that?
2: No, I, I did not. How about we want the news, not the weather? <laughs> Nor did I go with that stratagem. I, I just thought it was interesting and somewhat uh, <laughs> revealing uh, yeah, that's... about how diseases get spread. It, I, and, what, and and the wisdom of of cute little Justin Trudeau.
0: I think one of the things we're going to find out at the end is practically everybody got it. It's one of the most easy to catch things in the history of the world. It 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 bothers hardly anybody. The people it does bother it can kill you like in five days. That's why it's so scary. But practically everybody got it. There's almost nothing you can do to keep from getting it. So the idea of doing this or that or closing that doesn't make any difference. We're all gonna we all got it anyway. Yeah, like it had could left be. everything no. out open and the same number of people would have gotten it. I don't know. There,
2: but. There are some, and we're going to do something completely un-COVID related here, but uh, what are you going to do? Um, da, there are a, a number of scientists and researchers who believe that there is a genetic uh, uh, factor that makes you get the severe case. If you have gene X32A, uh, it could kill you. If you have X32B or whatever, it doesn't. It has to do with you know the proteins in your whatever the All heck. Right. Um, and and who knows? I wish we knew that now. But so many question marks. We we're talking earlier about ideology, um, and you know how if you get so crazy into your tribe, it can lead down the road to terror, uh, um, totalitarianism. Do we do we still have that <laughs> that clip of George W. Bush attempting to say totalitarian? It's not an easy word. It's it, no, it's not. It's funny though. Uh, anyway, we got this note. Uh, a few days ago, and it, it, I realize it seems a little out of place because college campuses around the country are closed and not soon to open again, but I thought it was just such a beautiful illustration of the point, and this is from uh, Michael, who is the current president uh, of the Chico State, uh, California University, Chico State um, uh, College Republicans, and he he says, last November, as I'm sure you're all aware, and I do remember this, the Chico State Republicans were tabling on campus promoting a speaking event. We spent months and thousands of dollars organizing. During the week of our event, some students and faculty decided to protest us as they have a constitutional right to do. They do not, however, have the right to try and shut down our event in the manner they attempted. That week on campus, I was personally battered by multiple students, sexually assaulted by another, had my property destroyed right in front of my eyes as well as the eyes of the campus administration. And faculty promoted this behavior to in their classrooms and some issuing emails to students calling for them to start attacking us. One faculty member in particular, Professor Lindsey Briggs, actually took to defaming our organization in an email. Of, uh, uh, this blatant call to suppress our First Amendment rights to be on campus is not the first or last incident of Professor Briggs targeting conservative students on campus. She used her platform as a professor on campus to come to the aid of the students that had battered, uh, the writer, Mike, as well as others that were seen on viral videos exposing their genitals and rubbing them on people at protests. You. This Professor Briggs identifies herself as a proud member of the terrorist organization known as Antifa. Oh. This organization, of course, well known. Well, we, we know what we talk about them all the time, Mike, but. So the California Faculty Association at Chico State, this is the union, decided to get involved in the beatings, sexual assault, and destruction of property on the side of the students that were breaking the law and committing the assaults. Well, that fits in
0: pretty good, what, what we were talking about earlier. on, uh, and, and, and that writer, I should dig his name back up again, a writing in the American Conservative he believes we're the closest to totalitarian state than we've ever been because we have broken down into these camps. And if one side gets power and and people have this mindset of, you know, I don't agree with this, but it's my side, which right. seems to be where we are, because there's no way a college professor
2: intellectually agrees with stopping free speech. No, I, I disagree. I think they think absolutely they, do. They, they do. Yes, okay. absolutely. That's that's one of the core principles of your Antifa types. Is your speech is hate speech no, and no, therefore what? not? Protect. I think what I
0: would say is there's no way. I wouldn't think the college professor intellectually agrees with Antifa, but feels like well they're on our side, so in this case I can excuse it. It just okay. falls it's, under
2: the umbrella of my side. Okay, I was confused because the college professor is in Antifa. Or is
0: in Antifa. Okay.
2: Yeah, I thought yeah. It was
0: just supporting, but as actually no, a, member a proud
2: of, member of okay. Antifa. Right. Um, the campus faculty association joined with the associated students. They both they both worked on and passed resolutions condemning the Republican Party as racist and accusing them of promoting white supremacist ideas. Um, well, then clearly it goes a
0: step further to where, in your own mind, you you
2: erase what you believe. Well, you have your militant core that truly believes their loathsome ideology. And then you have your folks who kind of like hearing it. And then you got your masses, your useful idiots who just don't know to resist it or don't have the guts to resist it. And they kind of sort of like it. So they vote for it.
0: Of course, supporting something and being a member of it, pretty thin lines anyway.
2: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, and, and he goes on to point out that, uh, these uh, associations are mandatory dues supported, like the Students' Association. So conservative college kids are forced to financially support an association that willfully, physically attacks them, sexually assaults them, destroys their property, and then the faculty of the university sides with the criminals and the Antifa people. You hear us talking about how diseased universities are, and you think, well, they're doing a talk show. They're trying to make it exciting, the rest of it. I am telling you, as a guy who's raised three kids now who are either just done with college or in the middle of it, it is insane what's happening, especially in your blue states. It's dangerous. Anyway, Mike, uh, thanks for the note. Uh, we're on your side, and please stay in touch. And, you know, if there's anything we can do to... uh to shed a little light and bring a little attention. I tell you what, this Professor Lindsay Briggs is a dangerous lunatic, and the idea that she's, uh, employed on campus is just, it's, uh, it's scary. It's, it's disappointing. You know, we haven't done. Oh gosh, you know what? I didn't pay off the plumber. Oh, okay. Who flushed during the Supreme Court hearing?
1: It's I can do fam- it. Very- Go ahead. When the subject matter of the call ranges the to topics, then the call is transformed. And it's, it's yes. a call that would have been allowed
2: and it's no longer allowed. All right. Allowed. Bobby writes, my husband is a plumber, and I've spent some time in a hospital bed. We put our heads together based on our combined expertise and experience. We've determined the flush came from Ruth Bader Ginsburg's hospital room. Her nurse emptied her bedpan into the room's mm. toilet, flushed, and then asked her if she'd like another serving of jello, cherry or lime.
0: That that makes perfectly good sense.
2: That's some solid detective work right like there, it. Bobby. Well done. Excellent.
0: And the nurse probably Sherlock
2: Holmes hat on your way to you, Bobby.
0: <laughs> yep. You probably the nurse probably would flush with disregard to the fact that you're trying to be quiet on your call and stuff like and that. And
2: hospital toilets, I mean oh. you need flush a canned ham down <laughs> those. They're Sometimes loud. So it's a waste loud of a ham.
0: Something about the, dy- the 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 acoustics of the room, but they're just deafeningly loud.
2: Right. Right. So, uh, again, you get your Sherlock Holmes hat and a, a new bloodhound. <laughs>
0: so, we haven't gotten into the Texas salon owner who is headed to jail for being open despite the orders to stay closed. We have an update on that story. So, we'll have to tell you about the story first, then bring you the update. I mean, we already had the breaking news of one uh, one of Trump's detail, a Navy person, has corona. And so there's a possibility to pass it to the president. And the other piece of breaking news praying mantises can kill murder hornets. And not
3: can they just d- dismantle. They, they they get their mandibles around it and then all they just start going right for the brain.
0: Oh, oh, oh my brain! Yeah. Ow. yeah, says the murder hornet. Yes. Sir, so is there anything yet that can take on rapey squirrels? <laughs> what? Wow. We're running through wow. the parks. Uh all this stuff on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Dallas salon owner, who has been
3: a symbol of the movement to reopen Texas, will now spend seven days behind bars after
0: a contentious hearing. A Dallas County District Judge issued a temporary restraining order against Shelley Luther a week ago, ordering her to close.
3: She's been open for two weeks despite state orders, salons remain shut down.
0: If you haven't been following this story, I'd say she's become a symbol for reopening across the nation, not just in Texas. Mm -hmm. because this is a problem in a lot of states. I don't know what it is about salons in particular that governors and mayors think are just the most dangerous thing happening, but getting your hair cut apparently is just a a, a bridge we cannot cross. But anyway, this woman said, I got to open. I want to be open. It's my right to be open. And she has said, I'm taking all these precautions, and she laid out how they're wiping down chairs and wearing masks and doing all the right things. And she was going to spend seven days in jail, or has been sentenced to seven days in jail. Here's what the judge had to say.
3: Your actions were selfish Putting your own interests Ahead of those of the community in which you live That they disrespected The executive orders of the state The orders of the county And this city
0: And here is what her response was
3: I have to disagree with you sir When when you say that I'm selfish Because feeding my kids Is not selfish I have hairstylists That are going hungry Because they'd rather feed their kids so, sir, if you think the law is more important than kids getting fed, then please go ahead with your decision, but I am not going to
0: shut this salon. Seven days in jail. Well, overnight, the attorney general uh, there in Texas called on the governor to release her. So the, wow. his, his own attorney general said, you got to let her out. And so an hour ago, uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott did move to free her. He has the right to pardon anybody as yeah. the governor, and uh, is letting her out of jail. I don't know well, where uh, that leaves the overall
2: policy. A couple of points. The wealthy, liberal Obama appointee judge, or was it Clinton? I can't remember. Um, with uh, According to a profile, has a great taste for expensive cigars and brandy and that sort of thing. Lecturing a small business owner on her selfishness, uh, does he know that the most hairstylists are independent contractors, 1099ers, and are not covered under any of the government bailouts? And, uh, I don't know, it's just. Once again. Somebody I'm, with a government paycheck lecturing a small business person who's just being greedy trying to make a living just galls me. Once
0: again, I'm bothered by the tone. Even if you're gonna come down on the side of. We're trying to stop this from spreading around. That's the reason. you got to make that argument. You don't get to do, to make the how dare you argument. Disrespect right. the
3: executive orders of the state. I feel like that's a big reason yeah. why. Yeah, not, the, it is. not the
0: safety of the community, but you didn't
1: Absolutely. do what we said.
0: Absolutely. I made a rule and you didn't follow it. Yeah. That's what you're pissed off about yes. more than the science of it. That's the tone I get also. And I think that's what why people are, are reacting the way they're reacting.
2: Right. And the other thing that's especially galling about this case is that Texas, like other states, are aggressively releasing real criminals. Oh yeah, that from argument jails. That
0: argument's being made a lot. So you people you're letting criminals out of jail and I'm going to jail for opening my business when I said I'm going to wear a mask and I'm going to wipe everything down, sending her to a jail where they had 200 something cases in that jail.
2: Right. I, I is, is from one, one report that I heard. It reminds me of some of the uh, war on drugs things. <laughs> Drugs will ruin your life. So if we catch you with drugs, we're going to ruin your life.
0: Um, so I don't know.
2: There I would go. also like to point out that all of the customers are doing what they're doing voluntarily. And yes, I understand the concept of herd immunity and and that even libertarians are pro-vaccines because it is a shared uh responsibility. I don't want to get into the political theory of it, but the point is it's the same reason we libertarian types understand pollution must be controlled because it affects everybody. But having said that, you know, if she is in an area, and she is, where there are not a great deal of cases and everybody's uh, behaving as safely as possible and, uh, and voluntarily, don't be sticking her in jail for running her business, Mr. Government Paycheck.
0: Um, boy, if you have that same story happen in a different state, if that happens in California, for instance, there's no way Gavin Newsom's going to let her out. He would no, no, this is a
2: symbol of what happens when you go up against the state for Governor N- newsom Leany. No, Gavin Mussolini Adolf Newsom. <laughs> no, Mussolini's better. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue, but uh,
0: that's an interesting story. It's interesting to follow, and I'm sure following courts are going to weigh in on this and figure out what's right and what's wrong. But I'm um, one I got to keep saying that. How about your tone? At least act like you understand her point of view and that yeah. you care.
2: No, so act no.
0: like that, please.
2: If a cop asks you for ID and you live in one of those states where it's not required unless you're being uh, you know, a suspect or being arrested or whatever, and you say, you know, I'm going to choose not to give you my ID at this point, but no, I am curious why, you know, you pulled me over. Why are you talking to me or whatever? Some cops will say, yep, it's a good point. Here's the problem. We saw you, blah, 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 and we're curious, or, or there was a robbery recently. And we just want to make sure, blah, blah, blah. And then you say, oh, okay, that's reasonable. There are also cops. Who will immediately get the hard-ass attitude and things will escalate in a big hurry. And there are governors and there are judges who are that hard-ass type who just fly into a rage when their authority is questioned. Respect my authority! In other words. (laughs) I'm looking at Texas uh, total deaths, by the way. We're looking at... uh, Oh, that's the total. Uh, The rate per day is somewhere around... Forty right now it's kind of wobbling up and down Uh, that's a big state and you know they don't have the percentages who are elderly folks or severe uh, underlying conditions or you know died with covid as opposed to of covid but you know 40 per day in a state as large and populous as texas is just that's not that many and I don't remember precisely where that salon is, but I think this is more about respecting my authority yeah, I think than anything else.
0: I think that's the case a lot of different places. Man, the, the legal briefs and papers that will be written and uh, court cases about this going forward I in so many different ways. Businesses opening or not. Um, uh, companies using their funds in different ways, applying and getting them. And it's just it's, it's, it's never ending.
2: Yeah, the good news is a lot of us are having a serious conversation about the reach of government authority and liberty and the rest of it. The bad news is that a hell of a lot of Americans are perfectly comfortable with getting into the pen and and being sheared. They feel better being a sheep than, uh, you know, participating in the animated contest of freedom.
0: Are these processing plants manipulating the meat market causing my Wendy's to not have a burger? Don't you be manipulating my meat Mm. I don't know about that either. I haven't been to a Wendy's and run out of meat, but I, I heard that that's happened some places. I don't
2: know. My Wendy's I think it had may meat. Be, it may be six months since I've had a hamburger. What?
0: It might be a year. I rarely go six hours without a hamburger.
2: I know. I, I realized
0: that I the other day. Set my alarm for the middle of the night to make sure I get a burger. I ought to grill up some burgers today. Oh, burgers are good. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I feel like the conversation is degenerated.
2: What do you, you like in a burger? <laughs>
0: Burgers are good, yeah. They like are.
2: ketchup, on burgers, <laughs> I do too. On a bun, buns. Uh, I'm are good. a mustard pickles relish, the whole thing.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary.
1: DTW Group, point one prohibited by loss. Terms and conditions 18. Plus.
2: This message comes from Viking, committed
3: to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.
2: Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh?
3: Yep. You know what this playground could use? A
1: wine country.